You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM. Ah, headphones, headphones, too loud. Right, there we go. Uh, this is Tech Thursday. <laughs> what an intro. <laughs> Whistle following by someone sh- shouting See, on, the can headphones. I just, can I just make one thing very clear now? See, I'm on the desk here. Yes. That's why that happened. Patrick was on the desk. It would not have happened. Uh, no, it could be my headphones could be responsible. Who knows? Uh, sure. Anyway, Patrick is the man with the tech news on... Anyway, yeah, it's Tech Thursday, yes. Yeah. Well, sorry. I was just you were just going to say, and I thought yep. you were just going to introduce no, me. No, no. As it's it's a comedy of uh, errors. More comedy than errors, though. <laughs> no, no, it's more errors actually. Anyway, how are you, Michael? You can text in oh eight seven. Hold on a sec. If you <laughs> wish, you can text in oh eight seven one six six nine eight zero zero, and that's the same for WhatsApp. You can call oh six nine six six two zero zero with any questions you have about tech and all that. Now, what are you going to say? How are you, Michael? I'm fine. That's good. That's good. <laughs> good. Things can only get better, as they say. <laughs> okay. How's your week been? It's great. It's alright. Can't complain. No, no, it's no. You're, you're, you're feeling alright. Okay. So, in the news, yeah, we've a bit of news about Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. Okay. So they're set to have changes made uh, to all three of them in the bid to protect privacy. Right. So photos on Instagram will no longer show followers how many likes it's got. While on it's Instagram? all yeah. Mm. Why it'll also be possible to share content without a photo or video. So you can just, it's just they're turning it into Twitter or something, is it? You can share, sorry, Onto, You can share content without, you can just talk so on Instagram. Sorry, can you go back over It'll also be possible to here. share content without a photo or video. Okay. So what else is oh, content? Only oh, text. Okay. Yeah, Audio? Okay. I don't know, what? It's, what yeah. other content? It's content sounds weird. It makes I'm guessing it, it must be in typing. Yeah, so you can just chat on Instagram. Fair enough. So it's just they're just going to turn it into Twitter. Okay. Um, <laughs> Facebook is getting rid of its blue branding and messenger. I don't know what what is blue branding on Facebook. I don't even know what that is. Denider. Yeah, and messenger will be end to end encrypted. That's very good. Or maybe just the uh, Facebook is always identified with being blue, so maybe it's changing or something. Oh really. So just yeah. what's what's safer about that blue oh, is, I don't the, know, I don't is the color of hackers <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> that's weird but um, yeah so they're changing their blue branding uh, messenger will be intained encrypted yep oh yeah okay yeah uh, whatsapp um, are going to make a secure payment service they're going to have where you can pay for stuff using whatsapp uh, so, which is good because WhatsApp is very safe. It's one of the safest apps out there. It has intended encryption and all. But so they're gonna. That's going to be rolling out later this year. A secure yeah. payment service. Suppose we'll find out what I don't know, like paper. PayPal, maybe. Maybe, yeah, yeah. That's strange. Oh, I forgot. We actually have a request. Uh, it's way down the end of my list here. What other news have you got in here? It's a no. Well, it's a birthday request for Robert Foley. So I want to say happy birthday from Josie Foley and from Evan Flynn, who's here with us. Uh, Learning a few bits and pieces, so I want to say it was a birthday yesterday, so I wanted to give a shout out, and uh, we might play a bit of music in a while from as well. So once we have a, get a few bits of tech news <coughs> out of the way, so I have to go right back up to the top of my list again. Okay, what else have we got here? So new laws uh, to tackle online abuse and harassment are to be considered by the government. To, uh, this was yesterday morning, I think. Uh, the proposals will deal with the issues like um, stalking and you know photoing people without their permission and all that yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. things like that so yeah. yeah so they're they're looking into that in the government at the moment that was just a short bit of news on that they're looking into what what kind of laws can they put together to yeah, so to, yeah, yeah without I wonder how they're going to be able to do that yeah yeah exactly because it's like a grey area some people like like f- street photographers and things like that just like getting pictures on the streets and you know there was a, a famous guy I met him on the course one time an excellent photographer he did all the failures years ago I think I told you about him he had like yeah. all the punks and things like that and that that's a great yeah, history yeah. of Ireland you know mm-hmm. so you wouldn't want to lose talented people like that you know yeah, by trying to, to you know so although yeah I was just going to say like how can you verify Diff- who's who I suppose the face recognition yeah something, I don't know anyway yeah, yeah so interesting to see how yeah well, they have the technology to, to mm-hmm. put it, yeah. So, Billboard, uh, Billboard? Billboard advertisements. Oh, yeah, I had this in the news today, but uh, it's a very it's a tech story, so I said I'd yep. talk about it as well. Um, 
an Irish company has designed like a technology to, to like you'd see in like some of the futuristic films where like you're walking towards a billboard and it sees you like scan uses facial recognition to tell I don't know specifically this isn't specifically who you are but say if you're a male or female or if you're um, different characteristics what kind of clothes you're wearing things like that and show you an ad specifically for you let's yeah. say if they can see you're wearing glasses they might give you put up a Specsavers ad or something like that so yeah an Irish company uh, Glimpse Digital uh, they got some Trust Innovation Awards in Bolton in England uh, yeah so that's that's interesting some Irish people working on some futuristic technology sure so <laughs> huh <laughs> it's just like yeah sure it's handy I suppose <laughs> It is. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, sure. So, <laughs> Google are in the news. There's actually a good bit, a bit about, uh, about a bit, good bit about Google this okay. week in the news. Um, the Pixel Three, you know, which is their big flagship at the moment, not selling as well as they're expecting. Mm. Now, there's a I few never different. Much of a push for the Pixel phones, in fairness, around big shops. I've never like Samsung. I don't, I don't think they sell in many of the shops. Lives. They, they, they don't sell in many of the shops. No, see, they, they started out just selling completely from the... Actually, they started out not even being sold in Ireland. That You couldn't even get them. Mm. Some people were, like, importing them and things like that. Uh, then they started just selling through their website in Ireland. And then... I don't know if there's a few carriers now or it's not. It's kind of weird that they're saying, oh, it's pity we're not selling it. We're not even putting yeah. out ads or nothing. But I, in the US, they were selling more last year than they are this year. But I'd never even heard of it until you started telling me about them. I'd never yeah. heard of Pixel phones at all. Yeah, yeah. Weird, you think Google's own, you know, the amount yeah. of might they have behind them, they could advertise them everywhere. It's very weird. So... Um, <laughs> They've been selling exclusively with Verizon in America. Okay. And that's kind of, they've said that, well, or some people have said that that hurt them a bit because they haven't, uh, you know, like Samsung, you can buy them on any network. Mm -hmm. But they these have a specific tie-up with uh, Verizon. Mm -hmm. And, but what ha what people don't know is, or don't seem to realize because they push this Verizon thing so much is that you can just buy it straight from Google as well from their website. Uh, like sim free and everything like that. Isn't uh, so Verizon like the kind of um, the biggest the standard? Yeah, yeah, over there because it's yeah. like the government one as well, isn't it? Government? I don't know if they're government owner or not. I believe so. I remember oh, there was something about right. that during the NCIS. No, not NCIS. <laughs> no, no, no. The um, CWA. No, no, no. Um, when they <laughs> the phone tapping kind of thing, but it was the government doing a kind of thing. Oh, we're keeping an eye on you, and the, oh yeah, that whole thing came out. Um, it was Verizon. It was oh, the when the company. leaks and all that stuff came yeah, out, yeah, to do yeah. it. Oh, which okay. was weird. They had to be leaked because there was a, it was big news when George Bush brought it in. So I don't really know if we were surprised by. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. but uh, this is kind of going with a trend, though, an overall trend of high-end phones aren't selling as much as they used to. Mm. People are hanging on. Like if you're going to pay up to a grand or more nowadays yeah. for a phone you're going to hold on to it for more than a year so you know that's their, their they might be losing in the long term if they kept selling for like 6 650 they might keep selling every year mm -hmm. whereas people might hang on to their phones for multiple years now you know 2 or 3 years however they can, however long they can yeah 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 so yeah google has has on the downturn uh, they've they've tried some discounts and people still aren't buying them, despite best-in-class camera performance. And they are supposed to be by far the best cameras, you know. Well, uh, the the Huawei P30 now, but I suppose the best you can buy in America, because you can't buy those in America. Yeah. But uh, the Huawei P30 are supposed to be up there with them. Uh, yeah, the recommendations. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, they've been highly recommended. All the critics love them, you know. Hmm. Um Smartphone market has just been slowing down. Apple has announced it sold fewer iPhones than it did last year. People are keeping their phones longer, as I was saying. Yeah, prices would yeah, be due to prices going up so much. Yeah. And there's more premium, affordable phones now, like the OnePlus 6T. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that you can get like as good as, uh, if not better, in some parts of the technology uh, with the likes of OnePlus 6. Uh, and some parts a little, you know, the camera wouldn't be quite as good, but it'd be it'd be up there with it for like half the price or less. So you know, yeah. Although they're they're coming up a bit now as well. We'll have a bit a bit more about them later. Uh, but the Pixel is also plagued by very strong uh, 
misperception that Verizon is exclusive seller. In fact, you can buy the Pixel, yeah, through Google's online store. Yeah, so uh, Google's own hybrid Wi-Fi network. Hybrid Fi network? I don't even know what that is. Uh, yeah, Google's mostly direct-to-consumer, except, oh, yeah. So they have been trying to be just direct-to-consumer, but people think that they're not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Amazon... You know the way you see those videos of the robots in Amazon's factory bringing stuff around the place? Uh, it, like it goes in under a shelf and lifts the whole shelf up and brings the shelf around the place. You know, do, do you ever see those? No, no it's really never, cool. No, no. Yeah, they use that in a lot of their factories. So a lot of people think that they're like their their factories are very heavily automated. Mm-hmm. But actually, they said that, uh, that's years away from full automation. They said. Um, uh, fully uh, automated shipping warehouses are at least a decade away. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a while before the robots take over. <laughs> uh, Scott Anderson, the company's director of robotics fulfillment, uh, said a point which an Amazon warehouse is fully end-to-end automated is at least 10 years away. Robots in the workforce are proficient mostly at specific repeatable tasks uh, for which they are precisely programmed. To get a robot to do something else takes expensive, time-consuming reprogramming and robots that can perform multiple different tasks and operate in different dynamic environments that require the robot to see and understand its surroundings is still firmly in the realm of research and experimental trials. Mm. Even something simple as uh, identifying what something is that it hasn't seen before, picking it up, uh, requires a series of complex, sophisticated software and hardware that doesn't exist yet. They can uh, Robots can't even do that yet, recognize something it hasn't seen before, and... But I'm sure if you use this kind of online technology, like almost facial recognition, like object recognition, and yeah, tell maybe, what yeah. something is and things like that, but yeah, that's that's a that's a better way. There is companies working on it though. Uh, UC Berkeley has a robotics lab that has made substantial progress in the field. Its new low-cost robot. Uh, has a pair of humanoid arms controlled by a central system called Blue. Uh, it can perform complex manual tasks like folding of a towel. Oh yeah, I saw the video of that. It can like very precisely, like a person, fold a towel perfectly. Uh, so it can do yeah different things like that. Uh, an AI, an AI-powered vision system. Uh, research lab, Open AI. Yeah, they they have a lot of stuff. Uh, they they do a lot of the um, stuff that'll be in the news. Uh, like Boston Dynamics and those, you know, mm-hmm. has similarly been using an AI training technique known as reinforcement learning to teach a robotic hand more precise and elegant movements, the types of motion that would be required of a robot to replicate a human in a warehouse. Uh, kin- Kindred, or oh, Kindred is the name of a company, a San Francisco-based startup, makes a robotic arm called the Kindred Sort that it applied in warehouses for the retailer Gap that uses a mix of human piloting and automation to perform dynamic product picking also just kind of it's controlled by a person but it's much more accurate mm-hmm. oh, that's really cool so Google there's more um, their offer well, their hang on yeah. before you go to that yes. we're going to have to go to an ad back after these messages what was sure. the new, what was the headline the news stories give us a little taste uh, they're going to some security bonuses from Google Some something they should have done a long time ago oh so, so you're going to find out all about that after these messages please do stay tuned to Western Rick 102 FM your local community radio station you're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM. Alright, welcome back. This is Tech Thursday here on West Limerick 102 FM. Don't forget, you can text 087-166-9800. Anyway, Patrick, rest of your news, you were saying about how Google are going to have more security updates they should have done a long time ago. Yeah, they're going to give more options. Uh, to automa- They have a new uh, thing that they're putting into place where you can automatically delete search and location history after three months you can set it to do that uh, at the moment you can manually delete the data uh, use such as youtube maps and search but now to give you more control they're offering per, um, you can have it to automatically delete after a, after three or 18 months so that's good it'll just everything from before that will be wiped out so Google said the new tools uh, could appear in the coming weeks they face scrutiny over personal data it collects in November was accused of tracking people where they went when they had even when they had switched off their location history and earlier this month it came out that uh, the human reviewers listen to what you say to your Google assistant yeah, which is really worrying because you really think that's very yeah we were talking about that when it, when it happened so yeah that's, that's a bit weird uh, currently Google's web history and location tracking can be paused 
and the settings page for each account. But in the coming weeks, it will offer the option to have the data automatically removed when it's more than a few months old. So that's good. It will not, however, offer automatically deletion, automatic deletion of YouTube watch history or voice commands issued via the home and assistant. All right. So it doesn't it doesn't get rid of that stuff, but I'm sure hopefully that'll be down the line as well. Or because on the actual app, you can it's, it doesn't save any history at all. You can have it set to that on YouTube. Yep. Oh, you can do it mm-hmm. to oh yeah oh yeah. I'm, I don't know if I've done that or I don't think I have. Um, so you can, have it. you can go back and see. What, oh, wait, what was that video again? There it is. Yeah, it is handy like to have it. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So I was talking about the Google Pixel earlier. You know, the, as I said, the high-end phones are slowing down. Yeah. And, you know, Apple brought out the cheaper versions of the iPhones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that a few weeks ago. Um, they weren't really that cheaper, though, I remember. No, they were still like 750 quid yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. So the Pixel 3 and the Pixel, or the Pixel 3a is the is the light version uh, of the, and there's a 3a XL as well, which is a small. <laughs> so there's the Pixel 3, which is the big one. Okay. Then there's the Pixel 3a, which is a smaller version of the big one mm-hmm. then there's the pixel 3a xl which is a bigger version of the smaller one which yeah. is weird isn't it yeah so uh they've there's some leaks in uh, how prices guessing how much they'll be like four hundred dollars for the 3a and four hundred and seventy nine for the 3a xl so which is a, both are a lot cheaper than the full size yeah, ones yeah. but um the specs are way down on say competing ones competing in the same price like mm-hmm. the 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 f1 you know the poco phone the likes yeah, of those because okay. that's they're in that price range now or they're actually still more expensive than the 399 is is more expensive than the poco phone mm-hmm. and the poco phone has way higher specs like um it's 64 gigs of storage uh the, the xl will have 128 um it has there's a color called purplish <laughs> it's a 5.6 inch display uh, it'll be made of plastic downward facing speakers 1080p screens it won't have yeah, any higher than 1080p so uh, it'll have a headphone jack which is a bonus but a Snapdragon 670 which is like a mid-range mid-range processor 4 gig of RAM you know most of the, the ones now have 6 and 8 gig of RAM so it's real mid-range uh, 300 3000 milliamp hour battery which is is not great it's okay like uh, 12 megapixel rear cameras says cameras but not how many I presume two usually um, so it's really mid-range mm. so like the Poco even last year's Pocophone F1 they're planning F2 is like 300 euro or 320 and that has the 8 850 the last the last uh, not 855 is the newest one last year's um, best uh, Qualcomm processor mm-hmm. you know that that all the top of the range phones had and it's yeah. cheaper right. so it's a way higher specs and it's still a plastic body has a better screen better camera everything else is better and it's 100 quid less so you right. know yeah it's still they're not doing enough now I know you're still getting the Google name and all that kind of thing but mm. it, do you want like the Google name is you know, really I mean is it worth that much does somebody want to buy a Ferrari with a one litre engine you know it's like it's like that you know if you're going to buy a top of the range phone I was going to say, like, just because it's a Google doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be great. I mean, you get a Chromebook yeah. and it's like, oh, here's a, here's a laptop. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Right. Yeah, you can't do anything with it. It's just yeah. a browser. It's like, yeah. oh, what am I doing with this? So I remember I got one before. No, I they've got slightly better because the, their, their, um, their document software and all that you can actually, you, you can, can use, you can open... Though. Yeah, you Offline? can open the you can open PDF files and all that stuff now as well. They've right. they've become c- compatible with those, but still, yeah, yeah. But I could get that on any computer. Like if I have yeah. Google, I mean, you know, yeah, I'll like for the same prices, um, you'll get a PC with like a t- one terabyte and and four gig of RAM or something like exactly, that. They're yeah. not they're not that cheap. Yeah, like, no, so it's yeah. you know, are you getting? Yeah. Is the fact that it's Google is that value for money enough? Is this no? It's the, I think it's the reputation line. of the phone. The 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 the, the Google Pixel well, since it came out. Mm. Is like the new iPhone yeah. for for people that don't use iPhone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. the new like high end brand, especially because the first year they started out, they had like the white on the bottom and black on top. You know, so they were very recognizable, and they were the the phone to be seen with. You know, they had the they were the new it phone. Yeah, so they're they're trying to capitalize on that now for people that can't afford them. <laughs> yeah, so and more good. There's a lot of Google news this week. Uh, do you know their employees staged last November? They staged a massive walkout. Yeah. Now six months later, they're pr- 
they're doing another protest it's a sit-in because of what happened because of the last protest right. that apparently Google have been kind of retaliating against some of the employees that organised the last protest employees at the search giant will hold a demonstration to fight against what they say is a systematic retaliation of the company too That's long crazy. time that wasn't even oh, like just, for that was that was because they kept someone on high up I think that was accused oh of, yeah uh, That's sexual right, harassment yeah. or assault or something yeah and uh, yeah and so they're like saying oh if you walked out on that now we're gonna get back or but they say the the staff are saying anyway it's alleged that there's a this is happening yeah the protest saw 20,000 Google workers match out of the offices in response to the company's handling of sexual harassment allegations directed at high level executives uh, the worldwide event drew international media coverage one organiser, Meredith Whitaker, said she was asked to give up her work at the new AI Now Institute, a research centre she founded at New York University that examines the societal effects of artificial intelligence. Uh, another one of the organisers, Claire Sableton, said she was told after the walkout that she'd be demoted and lose half of her reports. I don't know what her, what, how do you, what her reports in that context just stuff that she'd done for the company like reports she'd compiled she, for the work be cut back I suppose yeah yeah. she said that she was also told to go on medical leave even though she wasn't sick it's scandalous if that's yeah. true yeah uh, Google say retaliation is prohibited by the staff uh, and that investigations uh, and that it investigates all allegations we they said we prohibit retaliation in the workplace and publicly share our very clear policy um Google's spokesperson said in an email statement, to make sure that no complaint raised goes unheard at Google, we give employees multiple channels to report concerns, including uh, anonymously and to investigate uh, all allegations of retaliation. So it was last Wednesday, it was on May Day. Oh, so it just happened, yeah. Which celebrates the rights of workers and neighbours. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully it, it yields some, you know, some fairness comes out of it anyway, whatever. Well, of course, the famously their uh, b- business statement was do no evil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that has changed a lot. Yeah, considering their, the business that they're doing with China and things like that, they're allegedly. willing to, to build some. Well, that's, yeah. That isn't alleged. That's, they've said that. <laughs> yeah. Mind, that's the common everyone. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, <laughs> this, this is the third week in a row now we've had this story. You know, Qualcomm and... And Apple. Yeah. Apple were planning to get um, Intel to do their 5G chips. Right. So uh, Intel said we can't do it. So Qualcomm, who was fighting with Apple, had to, Apple have to make a deal with them. So now the results of the deal has kind of came out. They'll get at least 4.5 billion from Apple as part of its patent settlement. So they had to do like, I suppose it was like a 50-50 thing and it was just go ongoing and ongoing in court and Apple had to just fold and say, look, okay, we'll give it to you. You can have it whatever they so they've won the patent uh, court case because the, because they had to so uh, i suppose the cards were all in qualcomm's hands if they if apple want to continue with 5g and all that so they had to settle and pay qualcomm 4.5 billion uh, nothing says sorry like, like a giant pile of money it says here uh, the apple qualcomm settlement was an unexpected shift that came early in the trial between the two companies according to a report from bloomberg apple had decided the intel's modems which apple had been exclusively using in the interim due to its fight with qualcomm wouldn't be ready in time yeah and just intel said they couldn't they couldn't do the numbers yeah so apple has been Billions have been brought to company. Yeah, what was I had a bit on the end that I wanted to. Oh yeah. In case you're wondering, oh yeah, how much 4.5 billion really is to Apple? CNBC reports that Apple has now has roughly 50 times that amount, 225.4 billion, of cash on hand alone. Just like that's their kitty. Do you know we have a kitty here? We get a packet of biscuits or something. They have um, 225.4 billion. A uh, bit of spending money, you know, just in case for a rainy day. <laughs> it's ridiculous, isn't it? These these massive companies. Saying that, no, I'm saying that. I don't want to get myself in trouble. <laughs> oh, you don't want to. You don't want to go out. This, yeah. Imagine what what could be done with that money for hospitals. I'm saying and, nothing. I'm keeping yeah. stone. I'm saying it. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> Pay your employees more, at least. So. Samsung has Lots unveiled opinions of Patrick Sheen do not necessarily represent <laughs> <laughs> yeah unless you want to pay us uh, yeah Samsung has unveiled a TV that switches from horizontal to landscape so you can it's a TV that you can flip 
It's the sand. Oh, this yeah. makes me sick. So it oh can easily God. display smartphone content. So if you want to do a, like a screen share thing, you know, where you can put your phone up on the TV, you can just flip the TV. It's on a stand on the ground uh, that stands up like about five feet. I'm going to vomit. And then you can, you can just rotate your whole TV. This is disgusting. Yeah. This is the 43-inch device is called Cero, and it comes with an integra- uh, integrated easel. Uh, it's like a stand upon which the screen pivots. It will go on sale in South Korea towards the end of May and cost um, 1,250 pounds for a 43-inch TV. This was a joke years ago. It was like people recording videos uh, vertically. And it was like, oh, don't hold them vertically because that keeps going on. We'll have vertical cinemas there and that'll be the standard. (laughs) It was like the joke. Yeah. No, it's real. like pay a thousand pounds yeah. for that for a TV that can rotate. I could definitely make a stand for a TV that can rotate. <laughs> Just yeah, put a wall mount, build it onto a stand. It'll be quite easy to do. So we can do. It. But I presume it can tell it's rotated. It has a gyroscope built in, like a t- like a telephone, like a mobile phone. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. One TV analyst said it was an interesting concept, but might have limited applications. Hopefully, uh, Sarah will come with a microphone and Samsung's virtual assistant Bixby built in just to make it worse the worst virtual assistant you can get will be built in uh, it can also be set up for to display photographs as a clock face or other images among the content, uh, content users might choose to watch maybe a new series of shows by Snapchat designed for mobile consumption no, set to be launched no that's in not real that last was a joke yeah that's it we'll have more by Snapchat later on actually yeah you you can watch vertical shows on your new vertical TV that's so stupid Uh, that's brilliant oh my god like on a phone I go oh yeah that kind of makes sense I suppose but that's but I could see if it was a nice light uh, flat television up on a wall that'd be nice for pictures and stuff like that or maybe a nice scenery or something they go oh yeah it's like a picture but it's I presume it's like 99% of the time supposed to be used just horizontally and then if you have something vertical like a video that somebody did you can just rotate the TV and watch the video standing up you're losing so much of the pi- yeah it's just so much money as well but, yeah and and has Bixby like put Google Assistant in it maybe or, or Alexa or anything else even Apple's one anyway uh, Alaska will get they're getting a massive um Cable, fiber optic cable, 100 terabit. You know, like those ones that go across under the ocean and all that. Mm-hmm. They're getting one of those because uh, recently some politicians from Alaska were were at the U.S. Congress mm-hmm. giving out about it. And the, uh, one of the Republican politicians guys said he's going to try to do something about it. Huh. So he's got a company called MTA Fiber Holdings and they're going to make a 100 terabit fiber optic cable going will connect the continental US to Alaska and it'll get Canada on the way apparently as well parts of Canada I'm so now there's Republicans that we charge to the nose ha ha there Aha. you go Ah, but sure, at least they'll, they'll be, hopefully it'll be value for money. Yeah. Uh, today it will be the, f- the it would build the first and only all terrestrial fiber. Oh yeah, it's all terrestrial, so it's not going to be extraterrestrial. <laughs> it's gonna it's not going to be underwater. It's going to be just the land one. Okay. Yeah, uh, fiber optic uh, running from Alaska into the lower forty-eight. Where's the lower forty-eight? Is that in New York or something? On the ocean, The line will begin in the North Pole. Forty-eight states, I guess. North Pole, Alaska, and will travel through. Canada connecting with Canadian carriers uh, it will finally connect with any major hub in the US a major major a vast majority of Alaska's current connections to the global internet either run through a handful of submarine cables satellites or wireless connections hmm. yeah go. so that's good they're getting a massive cable give us the headline to the next story and then we'll go to Nedberg. Netflix is doing making some improvements Okay, back after these messages, you're listening to Tech Thursday here with Patrick Sheen and Michael Muto here on West Merck 102 FM, your local community radio station. See you after. You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Merck 102 FM. I don't. Welcome back. This is, sorry there, Pat. Uh, well, I just asked my question. You said right. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Uh, this is Tech Thursday here on West Merck 102 FM, your local community radio station. And uh, you got Patrick Sheehan and myself bringing you right through to uh, Happus Tree and bringing you all the tech news and past. Your last headline was Netflix are... Yeah, 
doing Netflix, doing they've it? made some improvements. All right. Yeah, so you know the show Stranger Things? Yes. Apparently, I haven't watched it. I, I oh. Yeah, I need to oh, watch that, actually. Good. It's supposed to be really good. Apparently, in season two, there was a car chase. Uh, yeah, season two, yeah. yeah apparently and the creators were watching it on a TV and they noticed that the sound quality was completely different to what they mixed and what they intended to be heard so they came back to Netflix and they wanted to increase the bit rate of the sound so um they for the for the next uh, I don't know was it the next episode or the next season uh, recently feature yeah season. yeah Probably. they um the next episode they come up by season yeah the Duffer Brothers apparently yep. are the guys uh, the show's creators first heard it play back in the living room they noticed like that the, the sound wasn't as good doesn't know about this oh yeah it did huh you're like everyone knows these guys oh, I've never heard of oh, them. Yeah, oh yeah I know I know I, uh, I have you used to play for Ireland. Go on. Anyway, it didn't sound quite as defined as and a bit mushy, as you might say. Mm. Uh, yeah, sound technology inevitably. So to address the issue, the show was streamed at a higher bit rate. Uh, oh yeah, so they went back and increased the bit rate, um, and it sounded so much better. Right. So Netflix now actually used that to increase their own to increase the whole thing. So this laid the groundwork for Netflix to create its new high quality audio feature. The high quality audio not only delivers a higher bitrate, but can adapt to the speed of your internet. Yes. I notice even YouTube does that, you know, if you have a slow internet it'll just downgrade itself yeah. to, to like three sixty and uh, you can set you, that settings or, then, I think, yeah. Oh you can choose it or you can put the auto one, you know, if you have it in auto yeah. mode yeah, it'll go up and down, be, yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so it'll do something like that now with sound cool. but the only thing is like the the premium version gets better quality sound as well say if you pay more yeah, for yeah. Uh, Netflix you'll also get better quality sound uh, if you have the normal one you get 5.1 with Dolby Atmos um, devices uh, receive a bit rate of 192 to 640 depends on your internet speed uh, if you're a premium Netflix subscriber you'll have the Atmos device plus you'll have 440 to 768 kilobyte uh, kbps sound so you'll have better quality sound as well mm. if you pay more to netflix so you know epic they own um the what's the game the, the game i've forgotten epic games though you're just you won't tell me now it's fortnite fortnite yeah <laughs> so they bought rocket league developer psionics uh, um and they're hinting that they're gonna stop selling the game on stem on, on Steam, Steam. Yeah. yeah this is a thing now that's been going on for a while so basically uh, you got the two main uh, developers two main sellers are were Ste- well the one main developer for, or god damn it the one main seller on computers was Steam it was the place to go to get the games oh, yeah. video games on your lap on your computer but now Epic are get a lot of money behind them says it right well we can offer you to be the developers I'm saying now we can offer to sell your game for so much and we'll give you more money. More than percentage Steam. Yes. than Steam. So it's very it's very tantalizing for the other ones but they want people to be exclusive to them. Oh, so yeah. like you can't get Fortnite on Steam, you da, 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 so lot of things. Oh, okay. So now this is kind of annoying for some people because one because they want all their stuff to be working on one uh, operating system to be open mm-hmm. through Steam. And even that's yeah. kind of really annoying. I remember I used to play games on the computer and it's really annoying having to do everything through Steam. I'd rather just have the computer game on my computer and that's it. I don't have to go through anything else. But whatever. Anyway. So now you've got to have... So if you want to have Fortnite and you want to have... I don't know, whatever kind of game you want on Steam, you have to have another another download or whatever, Epic, to have it there. So it's kind of annoying. But um, So people are kind of divided about whether they like the city or not. Uh, it's enticing for developers... So, you know, it's kind of like that kind of thing. So, is something new happening? So, now, but now yeah. Rocket League is no, no longer available on Steam. Yeah, they're going to stop while they're, they're talking about stopping selling it on Steam. Stop and sell it, I'm sure yeah. it won't affect the people that have it already, maybe. Maybe, yeah, 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 yeah hopefully. That'll be yeah. Really, yeah, because I believe that was a thing where some game came out. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head now. But some game came out and it was now exclusive. Like, you buy the disc... And basically, you have to install this uh, operating software, basically, which is usually Steam, but then turned over to Epic's last, or Epic last minute. And oh, yeah. Yeah, it was so last minute, you could actually peel off the sticker that said Ep- exclusive oh, Epic, and right. underneath it was Steam. 
He was oh. just sitting there last minute. Uh, so um, I can't remember the game that was off the top of my head, but anyway, that did happen. Okay. So it's kind of like people are like, wait a minute, I ordered this on Steam, and now I'm getting kind of the shaft, and it's going over another car road. What story? So yeah, so there's a few things that they just like last minute teething problems and stuff like that. So I don't know how it's gonna go out in the long run. Oh yeah, well, people well, actually migrate over to Epic. Yeah. It'll be uh, and the people with it, people will vote their wallets. I suppose they can do that. Yeah. Well, Fortnite seems to play pretty well and everything, doesn't it? They seem to have that well run. Yeah. If they're able to run the games as good as that, other games, it'd be pretty good. Yeah, well, that's the yeah. server, though, not the uh, yeah. opening. Yeah, server. but I'm saying if yeah, they yeah. could run it the same way with the same type of servers and all that. Yeah. So yeah, it's already gone, but it's the selling oh, yeah. is different. That was a oh yeah, your shop. Please. Oh, just oh, just just the buying part, yeah, not yeah, the playing yeah. part. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So Spotify, mm-hmm. um, they're testing placing podcast episodes alongside music recommendations. Okay. So you know they're kind of separate at the moment. You have to go to like yeah, yeah. the podcast section. Mm-hmm. So. Um, uh, step for improvement the only thing is are you going to like if you're searching for a song are you going to get swarmed by a thousand podcasts in? that's the same on iTunes though yeah mean? well yeah. I don't use iTunes I know but it's the same there yeah, like you the same go kind of type thing. in the yeah. an artist maybe you'll get the songs and you'll get an interview in the next. so it might be kind of cool okay, yeah. okay. like oh I uh, want um, Lady Gaga and also you see the song and you see an interview with him it's like, oh what did she think about this so you hear yeah. the interviews also that's kind of cool yeah I can see benefits to that yeah, um, they're, they're spending millions to become a major player in podcasting. Uh, got a new look yeah. at how it might uh, begin promoting shows as well mm-hmm. by placing suggested episodes in algorithms, uh, or algorithmically gene- generated playlists, uh, test seen by The Verge shows several short podcast episodes placed alongside personalized music suggestions. Mm-hmm. So... Um, this year, Spotify plans to spend $500 million on acquisitions related to the podcast industry. So far, it's Good. bought uh, networks, Gimlet Media and Parcast, oh. uh, as well as podcaster-orientated creation and hosting plot- platform Anchor. Yep. Yeah, so not much has changed yet, but the company's hinted that um, it, plans to do the, it plans to do with these entities. It wants to build an... Uh, an ad product, crack podcast discovery, and amass a collection of quality Spotify exclusive shows. Uh, today's test might be one of the first public steps in that journey. So, yeah, they want to kind of start taking over podcasting a bit. Yeah. You know, um, that was the only, the, only, the, only, the only thing about podcasting. It was always kind of like it was open for anybody. But say, I suppose yeah. it still can be. It's just yeah. if they start building a YouTube of podcasts where it's the only place you can see podcasts or something. Oh, that'd be really stupid. Yeah. That'd, that'd be bizarrely dumb. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully but, um, not. Now, like, like you can put up videos, but if it's not on YouTube, it probably won't get seen. You know, so mm. hopefully they don't do that because at the moment it's great. You know. But yeah, I was gonna say. Um, but that was I was talking to someone before about that. Um, about like how you got these big companies now making podcasts, and they're kind of and you see if you ever go into iTunes now, which is you know, I sorry, it's like the classic way you get podcasts originally, and. Um, the recommended up at the top there are all these big companies and it's like uh, new and noteworthy and it's been there for months yeah. and bro, I, I started the podcast years ago it was very bad so I deleted it completely you can't find it anywhere on the internet yeah. but um, it came up on new and noteworthy and it was there for about maybe three or four days or whatever but anyway you got, everyone got a leg up like do you mean that way but now it's mm. kind of changed and it yeah. kind of sucks but um, it's just paid now it's all yeah, about money, yeah, yeah 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 but yeah. Spotify I don't know what stories but um, to my own little research about looking up researching for um how people listen to podcasts and how better to bring my own one to them. Uh, yeah, Spotify was the main answer people used. They said, oh, I use Spotify to listen to podcasts. Most people have Spotify yeah. already, yeah. yeah. That and Google Podcasts were the two main answers I got. Yeah, I use Podcast Republic, but when I'm at home, I notice more I'm using uh, Google Podcasts now mm-hmm. because that's the voice. It works with the voice assistants. Yeah. yeah, so it won't work as well. It won't play and pause and rewind and all that. With voice activation on the on the my Google Homes. All right, really. So no, it won't. If you say forward thirty seconds, it won't do it. Really? On Does Podcast Republic. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if I use Google Podcast, yeah. it'll do all that. It's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah I like, like that a lot. If actually, I put yeah. on Joe Rogan and there's like seven minutes of ads, just mm. tell it forward seven minutes, and yeah. it'll be exactly at the start of the show. Yeah, it's yeah. brilliant. So I really love that. Uh, so do you've played a bit of Minecraft in your time, have you? Yeah. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> yeah, I've, a little. Bit. Believe it or not, I've never played Minecraft. That's yeah. another, there's some weird things I've never like Doctor Who I've never seen Doctor Who I've never watched it so it's weird for a fellow that's, that's 
love Star Trek and all that kind of other stuff. I mean, you'd never saw because there's a channel called Dave. It seems to be on all day long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't watch Sky much. It's anymore. one of those shows you can just like watch one episode and get it. There's no like ongoing yeah. story. Oh, or really? Oh, yeah, right. It's really kind know. of like oh yeah. It's like a. Uh, I'm gonna get killed for this, but it's kind of a kids show. It's more aimed towards yeah. families. It's a family show. Family. Oh, okay. There we go. I okay. have someone stabbing me you know, or something. <laughs> family show, yeah. Family, family friend. But you know, it's uh, is in like uh, kids can jump in and out, whatever. There's no like ongoing story arc or anything. All oh, right. Talk too much. Anyway, go on. So Minecraft. Yeah. A player was playing a game or has lost a game after playing for five years. Oh. Yeah. A man who had been playing a single continuous game of Minecraft for the, the, the last five years says he's devastated to have been finally killed. Oh. Can you get killed in Minecraft? Yeah, I don't understand how he... You're not losing anything there. All right. Yeah, you, just, you just... Oh, and you get your, yeah. your stuff... Get, like, I don't know how... That doesn't make it... He got killed or his game got lost. Uh, game you get deleted it'd be anyway, I'll read a bit more and see if okay. it says so Phil Watson who's 31 from Newcastle in England had been playing in the most difficult hardcore mode which means his character oh, cannot yeah. be brought back to life yeah yeah, yeah. having okay. walked 6,316 kilometers flown 7,798 kilometers and jumped 732.389 times he had got a bit full of myself. I got a, he got a bit full of himself and started uh, startling a zombie baby and eaten by a spider. What? Never mind. What the hell is all that? <laughs> he says the five-year game is a record. Uh, yeah. it, was, it was never about being the best or longest. I just uh, like playing it and managed to it, survive, yeah, yeah. he told people. There's a hardcore mode as well where, um, yeah, basically, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. a shame. The longest yeah. hardcore survivor because I couldn't find any. Oh, yeah, he was the longest. He couldn't find anyone else that had lasted so long. Mm. Yeah, he says playing Minecraft most uh, days average about 20 hours a week. Oh, that's not... I thought it would be more, you know. For most uh, familiar with Minecraft, Mr. Watson's character was attacked by a zombie baby wearing enchanted armor. <laughs> that sounds fascinating. I, I know. He ran that. away from it and was shot in the back by a hidden skeleton. Oh, that, well, that can happen, you know happened to the best of us which knocked him into the spider he could have survived all of this if he had eaten a health giving golden apple sooner it's always the problem an apple a day keeps the spider away. <laughs> I don't like how much I can identify with this man <laughs> he ran out so of much. luck yeah uh, the only videos I've seen is people like accidentally jumping into volcano things yeah. and into lava things yeah so uh, that was it that was the end of it mm. <laughs> Tesla. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is, yeah. I must, I must try it sometime. My niece and nephew play a lot of it on their phone and all that. So, Tesla has been sued by the family of a man who was killed in an autopilot related crash. Um, the man named Walter Huang, H U I N G, claims that uh, Tesla is shortchanging safety. Uh, they're being sued by the man. Um, who was a software engineer. His Model X came, uh, was in autopilot mode crashed into a highway safety barrier uh, in March 2018 uh, the family claims that uh, Model X lacked safety features such as an automatic emergency braking system uh, such features are available on much less expensive vehicles from other car makers uh, then the Model X uh, in according to the handbook does come with the emergency braking system uh, the family also alleges that Tesla knew or should have known that Tesla Model X was likely to cause injury to its occupants by leaving travel lanes and striking fixed objects when used in a reasonably foreseeable manner. The, yeah, the car maker should have issued a recall or provided a warning uh, in light of risk of harm. So Tesla, right, there was a Tesla spokesperson declined to comment on the suit, instead pointed out the company's prior statement on the crash. Uh, the company said that a damaged safety barrier called a crash uh, attenuator contributed to the severity of the crash. Tesla said that Huang had about five seconds and 150 meters of un unobstructed view of the concrete divider uh, that the crush safety barrier his vehicle smashed into. 
so maybe it just didn't have enough time to react or something like that I don't know yeah the suit comes a week after Tesla CEO Elon Musk hosted an autonomy day for investors to tout his company's plan to launch a fleet of autonomous robo taxis in 2020 mm. so yeah it might be a little further away than, yeah. than one year yeah so yeah these things have to be ironed out but look people crash in normal cars every day and it might be saving more lives than it takes but when it's a, when it's completely out of your hands it's it's also very worrying yeah. too isn't it yeah so you think also in a PR sense of things you think that's a this is horrific we would of course pay money towards the families it's horrific but of course we will make any improvements we can to any car and vehicles but I'm sure they have like teams of lawyers saying that we can't accept responsibility because we'll have to pay out a hundred thousand other people as well who had like minor dings and stuff and Mm. yeah so we're nearly at news time again I've got like three minutes Oh yeah. You want to just go over some headlines that are coming Oh, I have a longer story here. It's like a history story. We can go it's over like that a tech the history next, story. Uh, we can do that after that. We can just, just give us the yeah. headlines of the stories we've got. Uh, Patreon is is uh, raising fees. This is a short story I can say before okay. the news. Uh, creators next week, uh, but not if you're an existing customer. So, yeah, um it's they re- they're raising their fees Patreon oh, okay. for using Patreon. Um uh, starting course, on suppose, yeah. yeah on the 7th of May it will start charging a higher commission for access to popular features uh, but the new rates won't apply if you're currently using so if you want to set up a Patreon do it now uh, it take, at the moment it takes 5% of your earnings uh, one service tier which lets creators accept recurring payments from fans offer di- different backing tiers with special perks uh, but they're putting it up now to 8% for Patreon Pro they're calling it so and twelve percent uh, for a different service, a minimum costly of, or with a minimum monthly cost of three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the premium. So they've different. They're diff- doing different levels. But uh, I sub- some people are saying they're putting up their uh, cost because they're losing a lot of customers because there's alternative ones like that crypto one. You know, Bitbacker is a new one that's set up mm. uh, you know some of them were, they were thrown out of Patreon because they they, they didn't Either agree they with them or whatever extremist views or they were too saucy or there's a lot of a lot of people trying to just yeah. didn't agree with them yeah uh, crypto one called Bitbacker a lot of those are, are joining there you know yeah a lot of conservatives only fans as well is another thing that was set up fairly lately oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so there's alternatives are coming up as people are being isolated I mean so. I don't I mean I don't know what's on OnlyFans I've never been honest I don't know anything about it Only and I'm sure Pat does neither I've literally never heard of it so you good neither have I it. Pat I don't know you what it tell is tell me all about I it and what you get up to any dirty things that are on there at all I've never even heard of it uh, someone else told me it was an older boy taught me about it I have never even I don't know what he was talking about anyway we'll go back quickly <laughs> quickly go to the news Michael. we'll go to news and, uh, and community <laughs> news and back after these messages please do stay tuned to uh, Tech Thursday here on West Limerick yeah, 102 yeah. FM what? good afternoon my mother doesn't listen to this show does she? <laughs> You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick 102 FM. Welcome back. This is Tech Thursday. Here are Patrick Sheen and myself, Michael Muto, on West Limerick 102 FM, your local community radio station. Pat, what is the next news story you got for us? This is <laughs> news. I like what you call <laughs> I don't know news. why I do it like that. This is news. This is history. <laughs> it's a bit of t- small okay, bit of tech okay. history, if you don't mind. <laughs> this, goes, okay. this news comes from 1754 okay. uh, 5th of October uh, it's actually so, uh, an incident that brought back possible uh, tech advancements a hundred years so a storm was brewing in the English Channel and there was a, a British warship on board it was the HMS Victory and it sank right but there was a guy on board called if I can go down here John Sarson right he had an idea for a whirling speculum it was called it was a forerunner to the gyroscope he was trying to use it for navigation to get a to get a level you know whirling speculum is like something you'd seen that only <laughs> <laughs> to see in what oh Michael <laughs> sorry anyway, gone anyway. so <laughs> Yeah, he had this. He had this invention made, and he had showed it to some people. But um, he was apparently was barely. 
he, his reading and writing wasn't very good, and but he was a kind of a mechanical genius. Oh, yeah. So yeah, he invented this, and he had showed it to some other people, and that's how he had actually got the job on the HMS Victory. And they had used, they were trying to use it for navigation, and it was like a very early gyroscope. Um, unfortunately, the ship sank, oh. and it was lost. Oh. And it was another hundred years before someone came out with the first gyroscope and that's where the name gyroscope came from a hundred years later but he had came up with the idea did it did, it, did he report about it? Oh, he did. There had been sketches of it but it had just got put on the back burner or whatever or it had just been left yeah uh, yeah Pardon. so uh, his widow Sarah Sanders was left penniless and he was asked and, and asked the Navy for copies of his documents so she, she could try to make money from, the, from his invention, mm. although there seems to be no evidence that she succeeded. Uh, a century later, French physicist Leo Foucault could produce a successful prototype based on the same principle uh, that had fascinated Sarsen. Mm. He called the device a gyroscope from the Greek word for turn and observe because he used it to study the Earth's rotation. Uh, it's a spinning disc mounted on gimbals, uh, a set of pivoted, yeah. And so that's where um helped for electric motors and uh, yep. the likes of drones and sat-navs and all that stuff. Even they're in watches and they're in yeah, phones, everything. So that's, what that's where it all came from. Ooh. And it was almost lost. Well, it was lost for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and in the early 1900s, two inventors figured out how to align the spin. So it all goes back to that guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So did the wife make it known publicly? It's like, oh, this has happened. And people are like, oh, I wonder if we could figure it ourselves, kind of thing. Well, I don't know. It was 100 years later, so I probably know, not. Probably she tried to, but you know, yeah. Mm. Yeah, equality wasn't as good as it was nowadays back then. And she she didn't get the, you know, she wasn't able to, to advance his, advance his uh, what he was due. Yeah, so that's how you'd like it. <laughs> yeah. That's a joke, but that's not true. Oh no. my god, Michael! <laughs> this is a terrible bet. So, anyway, Patreon. moving on. So, Patrick this everyone. Oh, yes, this is an interesting story. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of drones, we were talking about using gyroscopes. Yep. This gyroscope that was invented by that guy all the way back then helped to save somebody's life. Okay, uh, they're using a drone for delivering life-saving kidney. Uh, for a successful implant, uh, Baltimore surgeons received a donated organ via an unmanned aerial system and used on a used on a real patient. A mm. uh, Baltimore woman is now the proud owner of a kidney like no other. It was the first to be delivered uh, via drone and then successfully implanted. Yeah, it was in a special it's a cooler version of Balto. What's Balto? It was a film. And it was yeah. about a dog who brought medicine to a little girl. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> That's one word for it. <laughs> <laughs> was it one of those, I can, uh, like, what's the, the, the one with the barrels underneath those big dogs? The no, this was a mix of a dog Beethoven. and a wolf. <laughs> like Beethoven. <laughs> the Beethoven dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, the donated kidney held in a special cooler was flown via a custom drone with eight rotors from a location in West Baltimore, mm. a few miles to the University of Maryland Medical Center, uh, where it was implanted and a 44-year-old woman had spent the previous eight years on dialysis. Oh. The flight, which only lasted about 10 minutes, was intended as a demonstration of the custom unmanned aerial system. Uh, teams from the... Huh? It was supposed to be a demonstration. This is a woman's life. <laughs> It's like, yeah. oh, whoops, the kidney <laughs> fell into the sea. Oh, there, must well. have been, there was someone walking below it with a net, <laughs> just in case it fell down. Yeah, uh, Teams from the UMMC had previously shown that an organ could be transported via a drone, but this appears to be the first one that has actually been implanted after a flight. Or I presume they had done some test flights it with, like, a rubber drone, <laughs> or a rubber kidney or something. Mm. And, uh, yeah. So we had to uh, create a new system that was still within the regulation structure of the FAA, but also capable of carrying an additional weight of the organ cameras and organ tracking communications and safety systems over an urban, densely populated area, said Matthew Cicero. Director Coming soon from Amazon, get your kidneys direct. Kidney direct. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting, though. Uh, nearly 114,000 people were on waiting lists for organ transplant in America in 2018, uh, which manages... Yeah, I suppose, like, uh, there's a lot of, actually, people lose out on getting donations because they're too far away 
or it's like the the, donate, the donation wouldn't be there on time or something. Yeah. So if they had like these high speed drones, it could bring it from one part of America to the other. Or same here, maybe it could help to save more lives and let less uh, donated organs go to waste. You know, or something like that. Yeah. So no, so this is kind of scary news. Yeah. Okay. So be be scared. Uh, NASA had said a major. Uh, asteroid strike in your lifetime is very possible in our lifetime uh, visions of space rocks slamming into the earth isn't just for the dinosaurs uh, this week a scientist worked through an exercise um, simulating an, inim- an imminent asteroid attack uh, with our attack impact on earth NASA administrator Jim Brizantine personifying meteor pass the meteor pass you're personifying. You can't attack you. It's yeah. not synchronous. Warned it's wrong with Yeah, you. no, I said impact. Yeah, you I, tried. I corrected it. A, a real spin. world threat. Seriously. So we don't to say it could. Uh, oh yeah, they just they just pretty want, much want to to get funding for tracking and things like yeah. that. So that's been a long time. Yeah, trying to, yeah. Does, yeah. It's just you know, uh, it's kind of it brought it more into light after that one in Russia. You know, the twenty meter meteor that exploded in the atmosphere over Russia. So you know, people had dash cam footage of. Yeah, so that kind of brought it into life like uh, this can happen, lads, and it can be quite dangerous. So imagine if something like 10 times bigger happened and caused like tsunamis all over the world and everything. about that for a long, long time, but how best to defend against meteors because you can't yeah. really exactly sense This guy actually, he talks an awful lot about it in this article about how they can use technology to track them and everything. Nothing about how to stop them. Yeah. You know, have we got a big ray gun that can shoot it out of the sky or something? I think they have contingency plans though. Uh, really? Stop, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Nukes or something? Uh, no, not nukes. <laughs> oh, what else uh, can they fire a nuclear bomb at it, it's become I think if they get it far it. enough away, they just need to move it like one percent over or something, and it'll miss the Earth by Bruce thousands of miles. <coughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just we'll put, put some nice romantic music underneath. Yeah, and yeah. It's easier to train nice. miners to do this, Patrick. Come on, you. Oh, this yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's a good space. In training an astronaut, an astronaut to be a miner. There you go. Yeah. So that over was the past a film that years. was released into cinemas. People say films are dumb now. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, I had more stuff in this actually about these events are not rare. They happen. Uh, oh yeah. Well, it happens like every day or something like minor things fall to earth yeah 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 yeah. so expect to have been to same magnitude as the russian one about every 60 years in the 20th century there were three such impacts uh the famous tunguska oh yeah i've i've read about that um in 1908 and report another one in brazil yeah so uh 90% 90% of nearby asteroids are at 140 meters or larger. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, the new technology they're working on could track 90% of the bigger ones that are more than 150 meters. Mm-hmm. Uh, an impact by space rock that large would do catastrophic damage. Yeah, so... Yeah, oh yeah, there's something else here. NASA chief also reaffirmed the agency's commitment to its recently announced goal of putting a female astronaut on the surface of the moon in 2024. Yeah, they said that recently, they were trying to go back to the moon again. That'd be really cool, wouldn't it? Mm. To get like full HD f- footage and all, not just like secondhand f- fuzzy footage from another screen or a screen, a film onto another screen. Like, yeah. To get proper, it'd be really cool, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. I know, like, oh, it's been done already and there's not enough. I think it would the it's interest would come back though yeah. Uh, yeah imagine like the coverage would be so much better and higher quality and you know sharper and everything else that would be amazing so I'd love to see and it would be cool to see a female yeah. astronaut go to the moon as well it would be unreal so over the past several years oh yeah also um over the past several years, SLS, uh, SLS debut has been repeatedly pushed back. Oh, yeah, new rockets they're working on gets pushed back, but luckily they're working with SpaceX and the Falcon Heavy, so mm-hmm. they've been very handy for them to, to use and to work yeah. together. And it's kind of helped uh, SpaceX, too, because they were struggling a bit as well, so they're kind of helping each other, and I think that's the best way forward. Like, the Russians and Americans get on really well oh, yeah. when it comes to space travel. Oh, yeah, they get on really The Soyuz and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Russians have really good Chinese. technology. Indian, no, Indian yeah, space. that's they right. Could not care less what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Rightly so. Yeah, rightly so it's yeah. like the science yeah. is trumps everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, so Snapchat. 
they have big plans to turn, Sna- turn, Snun- turn Snapchat into a gaming platform. So uh, Snapchat announced its first original game, Bitmoji Party, along with a handful of titles from third-party developers. So it wasn't exactly as oh, this is good. You could replay this now on your new TV that rotates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't exactly a surprising announcement given the games are overwhelming the top gross in form of mobile apps. Uh, even platforms like Facebook Messenger are trying to get on. Uh, Snap, but so obviously it's a saturated market. So they're trying to make it different by making more playful kind of games. Uh, as opposed I to suppo- the games that aren't playable. Yeah, I presume like Nintendo Wii style kind of thing or just kind of like fun, kind of not out and out graphic. But there's loads of that kind of stuff though, isn't there? Like Nintendo <laughs> themselves, for <laughs> example. Plays a game that isn't fun. All of Nintendo, for example. No, but yeah. more kind of like, yeah, I suppose not focused on, yeah, massive, brilliant graphics and all that. More kind of fun games or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But like all games are supposed to be fun. Yeah. Games. But no, but you know, like not I like Call of Duty, more like. Yeah. Yeah. Wii Sports or some kind yeah, of thing, yeah, you know, yeah. like that kind yeah. of yeah. So first snap, uh, they bought. Um, do you know all these companies? I noticed with Google earlier. If they want to improve something, they just buy up other companies that are doing it. Mm. They're so big and rich that you can just oh, why bother learning something? We'll just buy somebody else that does it and take them over. Mm. Yeah, they're ma- they're they're too big, aren't they? they? Just eat up all the other companies. Nice question, though. So, yeah. Who's going to even see these games? No one uses Snapchat, Snapchat anymore. Yeah, it's gone it's back gone. a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. finished. Yeah. So they acquired Play Canvas, uh, creators of an HTML5 game engine that would serve as the core of their new venture. Then the, the company stacked up pretty great. An Australian company helmed by the former leads behind mobile hits like Fruit Ninja and Jetpack Joyride. Oh yeah, they were big games. So they've got the creators, they've, they've taken over the creators of those games. So they must be taking it seriously. All right, like those were big mobile games, weren't they? Uh, the, the idea was to build a few showpiece games internally to kick off a new platform pulling inspiration from a certain Kyoto game maker. Who are the Kyoto? Like Nintendo, is it or something? Who's the Kyoto game maker? Game maker. I'll a big, tell you. <laughs> a big part of their strategy was to make games in-house, says pretty great co-founder Phil Larson. Also, oh, he's taking over the Snap Game Studio now. This guy, uh, the pretty great guy, the guy who invented those Fruit Ninja and all that. So Nintendo has their first party teams. And they, uh, they they make all the tin pole games, mm. and they kind of want to copy that idea. They want a platform, so that's their goal as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a funny story. Uh, do you know uh, Elon Musk recently changed his profile photo to a sheep from, and it was a sheep that's from um, a famous museum, the English Rural Life Museum, had a sheep as their as their picture, so he started using it. Now the English Rural Life Museum Twitter has changed their profile photo to Elon Musk. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. <coughs> you don't see me anyway. He is a genius. He's I Pat. I just said now he's visitors a to a sort of bit. Oh yeah. So okay, enjoy his time. Likewise, English Museum. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, a genius. Huawei. Are reportedly prepare. Okay, this is like they're trying to tick every tech box. They are preparing a 5G 8K TV. Huawei are. So what it is is, do you know, 8K is such a heavy. Can I watch my vertical videos on there though? No, they don't do vertical those these Good. ones now. So sorry. Yeah, they should add that on as well. Yeah, just to tick all the boxes. <laughs> yeah. So what what they want is um you know 8K is going to be so heavy that that like there's nobody streams or anything. So what the plan is that they're integrating 5G, so it'll be powerful enough that you can just directly get a, like a mobile network uh, that will be able to stream 5K directly. All right. So that's their plan. Uh, it has AI built in as well. Oh, yeah, AI 5K, 8, 8K, 5G. Yeah, they're ticking all the boxes. So um, I presume it's just like some kind of a, a smart setup. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So you can, maybe you can, you can talk to it. You can it's talk the film to it. AI. Yeah. So um, include it. Huh? dare you. It's the film AI. That was my job. Oh, yeah. Three times and I hate oh, yeah. you. Oh, sorry. Was Get that Will Smith, was it? Yeah, it was Will Smith. He was uh, he was that little boy. Yeah. Oh, the film. one with the little boy in it. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I was thinking of the one where all oh the they come out at night. What was that film? What? I forget. 
They come out at night. Yeah, they, 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 in the dark. You know, they, Will Smith is all his own. Uh, he's on his own, and yeah, I am legend. I am legend. That's what, that's what I, think <laughs> I knew it. I was <laughs> that's you're you're fairly good now. I gave you very little information. You were able to still get come up with the answer. So, anyway, back to the AI 8K 5G TV. So <laughs> Oh. I've never heard anyone get Haley Joel Osmond mixed up with Will Smith, but here we are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, Will Smith. Oh yeah, he had another film about robots that so were killing the guy as well. Oh yeah, so I'm Allegedly. getting. So I'm like, this is like six degrees of separation between your idea and uh, the <laughs> Kevin actual Bacon answer. Yeah, in yeah, film. yeah. Without the need for a. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it has a 5G modem uh, to allow to stream remote content directly without the need for a cable box or a fixed line internet connection, and it could be it could even act as a router for other internet connected devices. So it could be like a router you could connect on your your laptop to it as well. Use it as a router for that. So that's pretty cool. Um, Pairing a fast 5G connection with an 8K display could theoretically, and that's the strong word is theoretically, be a way to overcome the difficulties of streaming data-heavy 8K content without requiring a high-speed fixed-line internet. But uh, as I say, 5G does a lot of, you know, it's not exactly in place at the moment. No, it is in some places, but uh, it'll be a while before we'll have it It'll take over here. your mind! <laughs> That's a conspiracy theory at the moment. Yeah, it'll take over your. It'll actually take over your mind. Over your mind, Brian. I heard it could like with tumors and things like that. I didn't hear about actually taking over your mind. This dome. That's why. Oh yeah, is that uh, Alex Jones? No, I don't think it was. I don't know who it was actually. Eddie Bravo. I don't know. Eddie Bravo. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he actually says something like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, along with 8K, and, um, they speculate that the TV's 5 connect- G connection could also let their them stream 360 degree video. What are 360 degree videos on TV? I know, like on on the round. There you go. 360. Like have a tree. Have a no, but I I know with a headset where you can look around and all. You can do the same. Oh, you can just switch. move it. Ah, that's yeah, a bit. I don't know. That doesn't work on TV as well though as a headset, does it? No, I, no, it's yeah. not. Really I know, right. yeah, I've seen YouTube videos and yeah. all 360, but yeah. no, no, I wouldn't like that. I'd prefer. Okay, know. Patrick. Okay, so although oh, that sounds like an absolutely terrible user experience, there you go. See, they agree with me. Fine. So uh, the reports that Huawei could use these 5G TVs to build out its ecosystem of consumer electronics, similar to what Samsung already have with its lineup of TVs, smartphones, wearables, and smart devices, and be banned in in uh, America. Uh, Huawei is currently the second largest seller of smart smartphones worldwide behind only Samsung so oh yeah Nokia they're doing like uh, got two minutes to go down oh really they're doing a mid-range phone did I talk about I didn't talk oh no we'll talk about that for next week no because this is this is is important right so OnePlus they're coming out with the 7 alright then you know that was my number one now. phone She's last. Settling up and said they're not okay. ready. It won't be minutes. Oh, yeah, I have two minutes. Okay, so uh, well, the one plus six was my number one phone last year in my top was, ten yeah. phones. So the one plus seven is coming out a bit more expensive though. Uh, there's different versions of it as well. There's the it used to be the T, but now it's the plus. Uh, yeah, give her. T- Two minutes. I give her so, two minutes uh, yeah. up because Mary Dewey is awesome. So a six gig of RAM, uh, one hundred twenty-eight gig or eight gig of RAM, two hundred fifty-six gig or twelve gig of RAM, two hundred fifty-six gig uh, for the higher model, starting at six hundred ninety-nine. They're a bit more expensive. They were like five fifty last year. So that's that's price and some people out of the market now. Like my brother has one. I don't think he'll be buying one for six ninety-nine. So that's going to price him out of the market. He's going to be looking at like uh, some of the other alternatives. It does look very very cool now and the reason the price has gone up a lot as well is the screens have gone massively uh, apparently a test was done and the screen matches the Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus which is the best screen out there and it matches it The the it's a curved screen as well apparently uh, has loads of 30 watt charging really fast charging has a bigger battery at over 4000 milliamp hours even the lower one is 4000 and the, the, the higher one is 4.0 three cameras it has a zoom as well optical zoom three times optical zoom it has good specs all right but the price is very very high yeah so uh 750 819 for the higher model 699 for the cheapest one so yeah it's a bit it's very expensive but very good camera uh it comes if you buy the dear one as well the plus model 
it comes with the bullets, which are some of the best earphones or in earphones that you get. Yeah, so a 48 megapixel has that zoom lens, wide angle lens as well. All three, right. three cameras. We'll talk more about that next week. Sure. We'll go into a bit more depth. This has been Tech Thursday here with Pat Sheen and Michael Muto. John Pat's show today, wasn't it? Fame. Yeah, 102 FM on West Limerick, <laughs> 102 FM, your local, I still 102 FM, too many times there, on What's your that? local community yeah. radio station. <laughs> See you next week. You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Limerick, 102 FM.